All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. Guys, lots of people are getting their vaccines. They are planning travel for the rest of 2021, and they are looking to meet like-minded people. And a lot of those people are doing so at altplayground.net. It is a rapidly growing sex-positive site. And one of the things we really like about it is that it's not just swinger-centric people on there. You can find people experienced in hot wifing, people looking for poly friendships or relationships, just sex-positive people from all walks of life. So if you head on over to altplayground.net today, not only are you going to be able to start connecting with a lot of those sexy people, but you're also going to find a ton of other resources. For example, as the world starts opening back up, you can see all the different clubs and events that are hosting things coming up so you can plan the rest of your year and into 2022. So you can get back out there, make some friends, and it'll all be thanks to altplayground.net. See you there. So... We are still at the lake right now. We are. We are. We are at Alligator Central. Yeah, I'm. Are. I'm loving the alligators. If they were not so vicious, I'd be like, oh my god, they're so cute. I just want to hug them. I was on a call earlier talking to a coaching client. I was walking across the edge of the dock, and there's four of them just basking in the sun, just laying there. Do you think they're cute, or do you think they're crazy they're looking? Fucking dinosaurs! <laughs> Absolutely, they're not cute. They're vicious creatures. But they're, it's funny because they're they're so comfortable here and the people around here are just so accustomed to seeing them. It's not a big deal. One of them was every bit of six feet long and maybe the smallest was about three feet long. They're just laying in the sun like no big deal. You yeah, know? just go around. Don't stare. Like, yeah, they don't like give a shit. Nothing to see here. Just keep on moving. You know, you know where they are because there are no birds there. Yeah, and it's the only place where there are no birds because yeah. everywhere else it is like it is being fucking overtaken by birds. Some of yeah. them are like terrible dactyl size yeah, i swear to god crane we saw today was the wingspan was every bit of six fucking feet it was gigantic yeah once again montana girl i'm like what the fuck are all of these animals what is going on where am i yeah you're lost if you don't see a bison but yeah, here exactly it's, it's alligators. deer that's where it really is you see well, deer everywhere we actually did we saw one the other night when we were driving back into uh camp uh deer across the road you may have been asleep when we were coming and you didn't maybe didn't see it i did not yeah deer rabbits turkey vultures they're everywhere here yeah i've also never seen a turkey vulture yeah you've seen them now so yeah Yeah. it's a whole new world out here yes it is i will say the lake specifically is a whole new world from everywhere else we've been as well we had the opportunity to visit vero beach oh love it there and it was so freaking fun it was perfect because we've been working really hard this week and we needed to get caught up on a lot of stuff and i'm really proud of the progression that we made but come the weekend we needed a day to fucking unwind we did and and so, okay, so let's back up a minute because we had the opportunity to, we went to Secrets, went to the pool. Oh, yeah. We went to the pool for the day a few days ago and Friday, actually, right? And so we thought, let's go to Secrets. Let's get naked. We'll lay at the pool, just hang out and just unwind. We get there. It's 930 in the morning. We got there early because we wanted to spend as much time there during the day as possible. And as soon as we get there, someone jumps up and starts yelling my name. They're like, Brian? Yeah. I'm like, what? Who is this person? I turn around. It's D. 
of Ray and D of the Euphoria Chronicles. Yes. We had no idea they were coming. We obviously didn't correspond with them about them being there. Well, so what's really funny is she told me forever ago that they were going to be there during this time. And I had completely forgotten because we didn't plan to still be in the area. Right. So I am so glad that it ended up working out because I would have been so bummed if we would have missed out on meeting them. Yeah, we've been corresponding with them for a couple of years now digitally and had a couple of Zoom calls. And it's the first time we actually saw them face to face. So... Yeah, she came right up, running up to us and hugged us, and it was so nice to see her. And then, of course, Ray was in the fitness center on the treadmill. We could see him through the window. We're kind of waving to him, and he's looking at us like, what is going on out there? So, yeah, the first chance that we got to hang out with them, it was amazing. They're such sweet people. And they were here with a bunch of people, about 30 couples. Yes, if you guys don't know who Ray and Dee are, they have a podcast called the Euphoria Chronicles. It's a lifestyle podcast, but they also throw huge events, like hotel takeovers amazing in the events. Midwest. And so, yeah, we've been corresponding with them for a long time. We've wanted to get to one of their events, but then, you know, 2020 happened and we had to put that on hold. So the fact that we got to meet them was so nice. And I knew that Dee was going to be like the sweetest person ever because you can tell that she is on her show. But holy fuck, she's so warm and inviting and honestly, one of the nicest people I've met in a very long time. Yeah, they're an amazing couple. We also had the opportunity to meet Bob and Nikki of our Naughty Escapades. They were there with Ray and Dee and their travel group, which was amazing. They're super sweet people, too. So much fun. They were just like the fun couple in the pool. And well, I the whole group was great, right? <laughs> there was like 70 of them. It was just amazing. And we got to hang out with them for the day. It was really just nice to connect with like-minded people who are in our space, who are just really genuinely good people. It was really, really a fun exciting time to hang out with them yes and like you said the group that they were with was really fucking cool very chill people if you're looking for a fun group to travel with i would definitely reach out to them i'll put the link in our show notes you guys can get for a hold sure. of them we're gonna hopefully do some more traveling and, and uh, hook up with them as they do some more events we may even do an event in collaboration with them Ooh, which is gonna be great it'd be fun yeah it's just super people if you haven't listened to their show or checked them out you should they're just amazing yeah i knew they were gonna be awesome but i did not realize how awesome so that was a great experience that I'm glad we had. Absolutely. So then, of course, yesterday, we wanted to make sure we said goodbye to them. We were headed to Vero Beach is where we were going. Wanted to go by and say goodbye to them at Secrets. Stop by there because, again, they're just amazing people and really appreciated meeting them. So said uh, said our goodbyes and off to the beach we went. We spent the day in Vero. It was fucking amazing. It was spring break, so it was freaking insane. Like, people everywhere. The yeah. beach was packed. I mean, still plenty of room to, like, kind of spread out but it just way more people than I've seen on a Florida beach so far. Well, it was also a surfing competition of some kind. So it took us about 45 minutes to find a parking space. Worth it. No bullshit. Drove around for 45 minutes. So we finally found a spot and then we just parked our asses on the beach. At least I did because I'm like a fat rat in the sun. Yeah, I just lay there. You're the most boring beach person ever. I wanted to swim. I wanted to build sandcastles. I wanted to like draw shit in the sand. You just wanted to lay. Finally, yes. I was like, you know what? You're not being any fun. So I'm going to go get a drink. And I happened upon this badass place. Yes, this amazing pool bar basically attached to a resort. It was uh, like a pool party on yeah. the beach. It was so fun. Yeah, they had a, a live band playing. It was very fucking cool. And so finally I came up there to meet you and you're lounging. You're in a lounge chair just in your <laughs> bathing suit, chilling, drinking a margarita. I'm like, oh, this doesn't suck. I'll, I'll hang out here for sure. Yeah. And so that's what we did for another couple of hours. Again, got our tan on. It was a good time. And we both got hit on at the pool party, which I feel pretty fucking good about. Me too. I got hit on by a woman. She was every bit of 25 years my senior. Yeah. She was as cute as could be and was just very complimentary and 
it just it was nice to kind of get the attention from her. She was very sweet. She was like, "Oh my gosh, you have such a nice body." Yeah, she <laughs> You're was like, "So thank sweet, you." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Oh, thank, thank you very much. It's very kind of you." Uh, but yeah, she was awesome. And then you got hit on by a younger guy for sure. I don't know that he was necessarily there because he was in college and it was spring break, but he was definitely there uh, looking for a good time with his buddies. He was not that much younger than me. He was probably 26, 27 years old. But you went up to get a drink at one point, so I am sitting by myself and I'm just chilling at the pool. And this cute younger guy comes up to me. He's got this beautiful effervescent smile and he's tall and tan and just very attractive. And he comes over and flashes me the smile and he's like, hey, how's it going? How's your day going? I was like, good. How about you? And no sooner do the words come out of my mouth that I can tell he's looking at my hand and gives me this kind of terrified look and goes, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you were wearing a a wedding ring and just runs off. And I'm like, no, come back. Why? did you leave? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, it seems like, I guess, uh, what most people, most guys in that situation would do. They see the ring, they're like, oh shit, she's married or otherwise uh, taken. And a lot of people aren't like us. So it's, and we weren't exactly in a resort that was conducive to that. We were at a pool party or pool at a, at a regular vanilla resort. With a lot of families. And I did think about like calling for him as he was running away and be like, no, 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 come back. But there was a couple sitting pretty close to us that heard the entire thing and they were laughing like just giggling about the situation. So I didn't want to embarrass him any further. But yeah, I really wish that I would have found a way to call him back because he was so cute. And it, you know, it does make me think, I mean, obviously I wear a ring because I'm committed to you and I want people to know that. But I often think how many people don't hit on us because we're wearing rings. Oh, I'm sure it's a fair amount of attention that we're not getting because of that. And and I understand it completely because that's a societal thing. People are like, oh, well, they're married clearly or they're otherwise attached. And yeah. I get it. Yeah, but, you know, you shouldn't because not everyone is monogamous. We could be in a poly relationship. We could be in yeah. a relationship where I totally want to fuck hot younger guys, which we are. So. Well, and, I mean, if, if one more minute, I would have come up there and I'm like the best wingman. You really I are. totally could have hooked that up. So timing just wasn't on our side, unfortunately. And well, imagine the, his face if I would have said, oh, no, no, don't go anywhere. Sit down. Relax. Let me you know, pull up a chair. I mean, he wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> you know, probably. I'm guessing he wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I would have loved it. To see that but Me yeah too. i mean i just feel like he sh- he shot his shot and i would wish he would have seen it through because you know i mean he was cute and if he would have been cool too on top of it he probably would have gotten laid yeah probably and then of course there were these two really kind of attractive women sitting to my right when i sat down unfortunately they were jealous because my toes are pit nails look better than theirs and they were jealous about that and they were being kind of catty otherwise i would have hit on them they were cute yeah they were not super fun so. no they were not fun <laughs> No. Yeah, they did not like your painted nails, and I love your painted nails. Well, I don't even know if they didn't like them. I think one of them actually commented that mine were nicer than hers, almost in a kind of catty kind of way. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You know, Rawr, whatever. Yeah. Never no, mind. No fun. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Vero Beach was really fun. I'm glad that we got that downtime. And, you know, the fact that we both got hit on in the same day, I'm feeling pretty fucking good about that. Well, that I was like, like the, that. And that's like the first time you've been straight up hit on any place other than a naked resort since we've been in Florida. So. I know. In Tennessee, I got hit on like four times in a week and I felt freaking awesome. I was walking around strutting all the time. I'm like, oh, I lo- must look so good. All the yes. all the Nashville guys just feel this. Yeah. And in Florida, I haven't felt that yet. So I'm like, I'm, I was excited about it. Well, now you got a tan. So I think it's going to happen more often. Is that what it is? My tan, tan is, is what's going to attract people I to me? I think now they realize you're a Floridian or at least you'll look like one. Like, oh, she's in the sun. She's probably naked a lot. She digs the beach. Yeah, it's a vibe, <laughs> I guess. I, I think in certain places, I eat 
E Nashville, people really like the giant booty. That's mostly what it is. It's For definitely sure. it's a demographics thing. I'm not sure that I've got the demographics here in Central Florida. Now, if we were in Miami, you don't have the demographically correct booty for Florida. I disagree. Well, I think that's part of it. My juicy booty, they just can't handle. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I find know. it hard to believe. Who doesn't want to handle a juicy booty? I don't know. They just need to. They need to get on it. I want to be hit on more they often. They literally need to get on it. <laughs> they could get on it if they would get on it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. Vero Beach is awesome. I could totally move there right now. I know there's other places you want to see. If you said, let's go to Vero Beach, I would move there. Yeah, I'm not convinced. I just like it. It's just a nice kind of calm vibe. I dig it. So anyway, Vero Beach, that's where we were this week. We have lots of traveling coming up. We also have lots of fun things in general coming up. For example, I have been talking with a new couple and I'm kind of excited about them because the wife and I have been doing the majority of the the discussions up to this point and I just really dig her. She's a very just cool laid back person and we have a lot in common and they have a lot in common with us in terms of how they play because the whole thing started because they were looking for kind of that unicorn experience and on one of my profiles I list myself as open to that. Right. Uh, But they're also a couple that play separately and they're very comfortable doing so so i'm hopeful that we'll meet them and that we'll click and because of that there's a lot of options available to us yeah it's much better for us in terms of getting together with couples now because you know we are traveling we're in much more populated areas more densely populated areas with more lifestyle people so the opportunity to engage with people who are aligned with us the same kind of proclivities and how we play there's a much greater chance of that. And we've had great success with it, obviously, which we're going to talk about one of them today. Um, But yeah, we've been really lucky that we've run into couples that make sense for us. And and it's the first time really that I'm excited about meeting couples again. I mean, we want to do things together, obviously, although the hot wife space is really where we live. It's, It's the most exciting portion of it for us. But it's nice to be able to meet couples again. Yeah, it is kind of like a bonding experience for us, I think. So I'm I'm hopeful that it will be a good experience for all involved if we do decide to move forward with them. But that is something fun that's been in the works this week. Yeah. We also have the opportunity to connect with a couple that we have met twice before. We have not played with them, but I think that there's some sparks there. Do you know who I'm talking I about? I do. And they've, they've become friends. We've met them now a couple of different times. They actually came and, and met us in Denver. We actually did meet them for the first time in Denver prior to that. Uh, but they are an amazingly attractive, very sweet couple. They're just fun to be around. They're so easy to talk to. They are that couple that you see, like you see how they're dressed, you see how she does her makeup and hair, you see just how well put together they are, and you know they have their shit together. Yeah. Because they are immaculate at all times. They look like this perfect couple that should be like on the top of a cake or something. I don't know. Yeah, they do. They they really do complement each other very well. She smells amazing. Every time we're near them, it's like, oh, she just smells so good. And her skin is so soft. Yeah, they're and lovely. her lips are so soft. I was telling you, I'm like, I would love to kiss her again. She has the softest lips. And well, you're like, you kissed them both. I did. I did kiss them both. He and I really had kind of a, a little mini makeout session. And that's when I told you there was just this spark that happened. It's this unspoken thing that I don't have with that many people, right? Like I can develop chemistry over time with people, but to have this instant spark and you look at someone and you're like, oh my God, I just have to have your hands on me. Yeah. That's what I have with him. So it's really exciting. But I also did get to kiss her and she has quite possibly the softest lips of any woman I've ever kissed ever. Well, they're just lovely people. I'm excited to see them. Our schedules are finally aligned. They're going to be in town. We're going to hang out with them Thursday. 
Sunday. Yeah, so that'll be really, really fun. We'll uh, hopefully have more to tell you on that. I'm not saying that anything's going to happen. Of course, no. I would love for something to happen, but we'll see what happens. I just want to be naked at the pool again and hang out with cool people. I just miss that. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing now. I just want to be naked. I know, you talk about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's just nice to be around people who are genuine people in, in this space who who are comfortable in their own skin, regardless of what that looks like, and just happy to be around other people. You know, no hangups, no weirdness. It's just comfortable. I agree. Completely. So we also have another exciting thing coming up, guys. If you did not hear last week's episode, this may be the first time you're hearing about it, but we are doing a Secrets Weekend. So Secrets Hideaway and Resort in Kissimmee, Florida. We are going to be there April 8th, 9th, and 10th. The 8th is going to be an evening event. It's going to be a newbie night, and we'll do a little... Q&A, very kind of casual, though, more of a mix and mingle type evening. It's a really good opportunity to come if you haven't been to Secrets before, if you haven't been to a club, period. It'll just be a very low pressure, no pressure type environment. But then on Friday and Saturday, the 9th and 10th, we are going to be hosting the daytime pool parties. We're doing the takeovers of the parties. So we are going to be doing giveaways and games. There's DJ, all sorts of fun shit going on. And if you end up booking or just going and paying for the event ticket for the day and you tell them that you're with Front Porch Swingers, you're going to get a special wristband that will get you extra goodies for the parties. So we are really excited about this. We obviously are passionate about secrets because the people that run it are fucking awesome and the facility itself is so much fun and we would love for you to come not only check it out for yourself but meet us yeah it's going to be a good time we are doing this because we really love the resort and are really enamored with barbie and frederick they're awesome people so we just want to spread the word get some folks out there and really just throw a party that's what this is all about it's not anything more than that just having a good time having a party yeah, so we really hope that you guys will, will come out for it. And if you have any other questions, reach out to us. Mail M-A-I-L at frontporchswingers.com. For sure. So we have a single guy tip of the week to get to this week that we have been talking about all week because... It's so funny. Okay, here's the thing, okay? The first time that this guy messaged me, I was super fucking annoyed about it. And now it's f- hilarious and I can't it stop is. laughing. So it's funny. I, apparently it was not as bad as I originally thought it was. Well, the way I looked at it was like, okay, so this is like an icebreaker kind of thing. Like this is, this is, this could work. <laughs> Right? I mean, this kind of pickup line could work if you want to call it that. Okay. I mean, it just depends on the delivery. I don't know. I thought it was kind of... Not, I don't know how charming is the right word. It's absolutely not the right word. But it's definitely, it's quirky. It's unique. Unique. That's a very nice way to put it. It is a very unique opening line. Yeah. So this gentleman reached out on our BDSM site and his opening message to me was, you strike me as the kind of woman that's experienced in pegging. <laughs> now, okay, first of all, No shitting on pegging whatsoever. I have pegged a man. It is super fucking hot. I would totally do it again with a partner that was interested in doing it. So that's not the issue. No, it's it's the assumption, right? (laughs) It's like what does someone like? What does someone look like that's into pegging? It's like you look like you like the color blue. Well, what the fuck does that person look like? (laughs) What is, what's the criteria for that? Yeah, well, it's also just such an assumptive, weird, I don't know. It was just so strange to me. I think that there are so many ways to go about asking someone if they're interested in pegging. This is, or ob- anything. This is matter. obviously a guy who's searching for that. 
So why not say it in a way that is going to be heartfelt and sincere rather than you strike me as someone that wants to stick a dildo up my ass? I don't know. I it was found just it strange. funny. I was like, well, that's that's one way to get somebody's attention. You're definitely going to stand out. So I don't hate it. So you know? here's the best part. So my response, of course, I, I'm not always snarky with these responses. Okay. I will preface this by saying like this was probably the 12th terrible message in a row that I've been responding to. Not that that's an excuse, and I definitely need to work on the snark, because I think that there's a nicer way to do this. But in this particular situation, my response was, you strike me as the kind of guy that will never find out. And he says back, lol, probably. You're cracking me up. So what are you looking for? It's like, yeah, that's my point. It's like the best response. What else could he say? I mean, he could have been really shitty about it, but he took it in stride, and he's like, well, fuck, that was, I guess I struck out on that one. Let me try this, you know? And maybe along the way, I might get pegged. I don't know. I I give the guy points for it. Yeah, I do think he's quirky. You know, I mean, we're still talking about it. So like I said, maybe it's not as big of a fail as I thought it was initially. No, absolutely not. We've been laughing about it for a week. I mean, you're not really corresponding with him necessarily, but he took a shot. I'm not interested because I don't think he's a good fit for me. It's not necessarily that I think he's, you know, a dog shit person like a lot of the single guys that we interact with. I just think that this is proof that changing your words or softening a message a little bit can go a long way. Well, I think it's, I think the answer here is it's all in the delivery, right? Like, listen, you're into what you're into and you can easily figure out if someone's into that as well by saying, hey, I'm into pegging, wondered if maybe that was something you might be open to talking about. Yeah, but There's a even, lot of different ways to do it. Even that is a beginning or a first message I don't like because no. it, it makes it feel kind of objectified, like I'm being objectified or, or used for a scenario versus reaching out and actually just trying to get to know me. I think that there's a lot of this idea of using sex or kinky activities as some sort of a currency. Right. Things that you exchange versus just like trying to actually understand a person and therefore having great experiences as a result of that. So I do wish that we would get away from that. And it's not just this guy. It happens all the time. This idea of like, this is what I need from you versus like, hey, let's connect and see if we can give each other something. Yeah. See if there's some mutual connection there before you just throw something out like that. But I thought it was funny. It was certainly worth the shot. Uh, (laughs) I laughed about it. I'm still laughing about it because after he realized that it was kind of a miss, he didn't back off he was like ah lol what are you into i mean how do you not find that it's somewhat endearing i think it's kind of funny yeah i agree and he's also a younger guy i mean you have to cut him some slack for sure typically why i deal with the older guys because you don't get that kind of stuff as often but hey listen it it was funny so i guess single guy tip of the week is it's all in the delivery (laughs) for sure you know not a terrible one it just it's a it's a miss yes so before we get to this week's saucy story, which I know very little about. Yeah, and it's kind of an overlap because you, it took place when you were playing with the significant other of the person I was with. Yes. So yeah, there's a lot to unpack with this one. And we're going to get to that all very shortly. You guys are going to hear the details at the same time that I do. But first, we, of course, want to give a very big thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. As you guys know, we are big fans of sex toys. We have a ton of them, and we are always looking for the newest and hottest toys on the market. And we can find them at adamandeve.com. They always have the newest products available and things that you maybe didn't even know exist and all meant to spice up your sexy bedroom time. And right now, you're going to get a ton of free stuff from Adam and Eve when you use our promo code. So go to adamandeve.com, choose almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve 
is going to load on all the free stuff. When you enter offer code SWINGERS at checkout, you're going to get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item anyone can enjoy, plus six free spicy movies and free shipping. Holy cow, that is so much free stuff, all on amazing products that you're going to want to use anyway. So once again, head on over to adamandeve.com, use offer code SWINGERS, that's S-W-I-N-G-E-R-S, offer code SWINGERS at checkout at adamandeve.com. Brian, I know you'll agree with me on this one. We have had so much fun doing our live shows on the new Stereo app. Yeah, it's amazing. Connecting with people real time. I am moderating. I'm getting their questions. I'm playing them. It's really very interesting because we've got folks who listen to our show and some people who are brand new to us and they're asking us questions and leaving comments real time. It's very cool. Yeah, we're bringing a lot of people together. People who are completely unfamiliar with the world of non-monogamy all the way to very seasoned people. So it's really fun to see the melding and and to get questions and talk about things very meaningfully, but also in a really fun way. Basically, the Stereo app is a way that you can listen to us live once per week. We have a different sexuality topic that we cover every single week, and you get to leave your questions and comments real time. We're going to be talking more about this week's episode of our Stereo show at the end of today's episode. But in the meantime, we'd love if you head on over to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers and subscribe to us there so you know every single time we go live. So as mentioned, we have a fun story to share with you guys, and I'm going to hear a lot of the details at the same time that you guys do, which has become kind of our MO. We use it almost as foreplay now, where we recount the details, and then it just gets us all fucking revved up all over again. It's been kind of a fun little game we've developed because of the podcast. Yeah, the the issue, of course, is that fortunately and unfortunately, we're here in Florida, we're having a great time, we're meeting some great people and, and having some amazing experiences. We are behind in terms of our story. So we're replaying some of this stuff and we're hearing about it for the first time, you or me, depending on who's telling the story. And it's like, oh, well, we could have we could have been using that for two weeks. Yeah, I know. You well, know? yeah, this has been weeks ago now. What we're going to talk about today happened on your birthday, yes, which absolutely. is in mid-February. So <laughs> yeah. we are certainly behind, but I have a feeling it will be worth the wait. Yeah, it was fucking hot. And so first of all, let me start by saying this. We have to change their names. Yes. So we referred to this couple as Abby and James in a previous episode. And let's say why. I mean, of course, we always try to give people aliases because we want to be as discretionary as possible. We want to be respectful of the fact that not everyone is as out and open as we are and comfortable being, you know, the people that we are in the lifestyle. So we we do that. And any of the names that we've used up to this point have basically been fake names. Unless they've asked us to use their real names. And we've had a couple that did that before as well. Yes, you're right. But it, it does not happen very often. And so in this particular scenario, we gave them the names Abby and James. And she very quickly provided the feedback that, A, she hates the name Abby. Which, <laughs> <laughs> She's not a fan. You know, that's fine. Everyone has different uh, different ideas of names. Um, but on top of that, they really wanted to have their real names used on the show. I think mostly because... They are who they are. They're proud of, of their non-monogamous journey as well. They're not necessarily in hiding. And, you know, this is also becoming a little bit more than just a sexual thing between you and she. So I think probably a little bit more genuine if we use their real names as well. Yeah, there's definitely a little bit more to it if we're using their real names, as, as they mentioned, and certainly she mentioned. So their real names are Tara 
and Eric. Yes. Those are their real names. And again, as you mentioned, our relationship is turning into a little bit more than simply just the, this physical component. And I think by using her real name, it's certainly going to make her feel better about telling the story. Yeah. So we are going to do just that. Absolutely. So again, a lot to unpack here. There's a little overlap. Yes. Because much like we discussed in the previous episode, your first date with Eric, her husband, actually took place on my birthday, which was mine and Tara's second date. Yes, which I was so weirded out about going out with someone on your birthday. I will preface this by saying you are weird AF about your birthday. I'm not weird. I don't fucking care. I'm old and I don't care. No, but I want to celebrate it and you just get so like pissy about it. Well, you want to celebrate your birthday for the entire month of February. And we do 100%. We celebrate it like 12 times as it should be. Yeah. So for me, there's no, there's no room for mine anyway. So why bother? I guess I just can't wrap my head around why we wouldn't celebrate your birthday because I love mine so much. So basically what you said is you compromised with me. You said we can celebrate during the day and then I want you to go have fun and go out with Eric. And so that's what we planned on doing. It wasn't until I told Eric that it was your birthday. I think I said, you know, we can't stay out super late because Brian's birthday. I have to make sure I give him plenty of birthday sex in the evening. And he went and then told Tara that it was your birthday. So as a result of that, she planned something for you, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, you guys were going out to dinner anyway, going out for a drink. And she invited me to their home and she wanted to make me dinner, which she did, which was really awesome. So to put it into perspective, I spent Valentine's Day and my birthday with Tara. Yeah. Very, I mean, it's never happened. Again, another first for you and I. Never happened. Well, I think we're just so non-traditional in those ways anyway. Like Valentine's Day, I was licking people's fucking cocks and you were fucking another woman. And we just don't think of it as weird because like, first of all, we spend all the time together, very romantic time together all the time anyway. So, you know, it's just not that big of a deal. And I really like that we're at that place in our relationship. Like I didn't think it was weird that you were spending Valentine's Day and your birthday with her or significant i should say either no it it really isn't it's we are just at a place because you and i spend so much time together and we're so connected in that way that spending whatever day it is regardless of what labels put on it whether it's a holiday or you know whatever it just doesn't matter yeah it's just another day and and we enjoyed it and so you were going to have drinks and and or dinner with eric i was invited to their home for dinner with tara so obviously that was the plan And what's interesting is we overlapped. So like we talked about in the previous episode, you came back, you and Eric came back while she and I were still basically or just finishing play, which we'll talk about. So we had a lot of firsts here as well, not just the the idea that I'm with someone else on my birthday without you, because last year you and I were together, but we had a threesome with Hannah. Yeah, so, that was so fucking hot. Yeah, so far my birthday's two consecutive or fucking home runs. Dude, I'm the best partner ever for setting that last one up. I'm just throwing that out there. And if yeah. we would have been in a, at home or something, it totally would have been another situation like that. Well, essentially you set this one up too without intention obviously but you told eric it was my birthday and boom i'm having dinner and hot sweaty sex with tara on my birthday yeah so two years in a row you are banging two women on one day yes which we will at certainly 51 talk about. years of age that's pretty fucking fantastic yes happy birthday to me yeah yeah so you're out to dinner out and getting drinks i'm shooting over to her place i think i got there it was about six o'clock right we started Fairly we early. pretty early yep yeah, because we were trying to you know maximize our time, obviously. And there was no hard time on when we were going to get back together. But I did have the idea that you and he would probably come back to the house at some point. And then when she and I got together, when I got there and we were kind of getting ready to eat, she mentioned that he wanted to bring you back because you had not met her yet either. 
Right. And I had not met Eric. Right. So it would be nice to, for the four of us to meet. So I get to the house. She greets me, of course, and, you know, big hug and a kiss. And she's wearing shorts and kind of a little spaghetti strap number, very sexy. And I should say, we're, I am much more casual this time than the first time we met. If you remember, <laughs> I was wearing a suit the first time because you and I had just come back from a meeting and I shot over there this 30 minutes away to meet her for, for a drink. At a super casual restaurant. Very casual place. <laughs> and so I promised I would be much more casual. So it was sandals. The fact that you still got laid after going into a place like that wearing a suit says that you must have been pretty fucking charming. Yeah, it was. It certainly wasn't going to be easy. <laughs> So jeans, sandals, button-down shirt, very casual. I kept it very simple, <laughs> uh, which, of course, she appreciated and insisted on. She's like, leave the fucking suit at home. So it worked out very well. I, I'm with her on that. Yeah, definitely. So get to the house. Again, greets me. It's very nice. And she's already got food laid out. She's just waiting for me, basically, to help her cook. And that's essentially what we did. And while we were doing that, it was really kind of sweet. We're making It was chicken and vegetables. She knew. We talked originally when we first met about a lot about each other's personal habits and lifestyles and all those things outside of the, you know, the ethically non-monogamous piece of the lifestyle. And she knew how I ate, uh, what my preferences were. And she had that ready and, you know, for me to prepare. I thought that was very sweet, very conscientious. So we were cooking together essentially and just making small talk and kind of getting to know each other. And eventually when we sat down to eat, it was again, kind of interesting because she sat to my right. I was sitting uh, on the long side of the table. She was sitting at the head of the table. And while we're eating, it's very casual conversation, no sexual innuendo of any kind, but there's definitely some, some touchy feely footsie going on under the table. That's innuendo. See, you say shit like that. I'm like, no, that's innuendo. It's, it goes back to the rubbing your leg thing and just being polite. No. Yeah, that's, Jennifer rubbing my leg thinking, ah, you know, it's just going to be what it's going to be. That's not a fucking thing. Well, but the conversation wasn't sexual. Right. But a lot of times that's not the most important thing. It's I mean, unspoken words. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Especially when you really want somebody. That's how you know, because you don't have to say anything. It can be tone of voice. It can be the little touches, even the, like the way eye contact is happening. Right. Yeah. All of that is innuendo. Well, apparently that was going on because there was some of that <laughs> happening under the table. Yeah, I'm sure. Which was very kind of cool. And so you know, that was it. There was no, again, no really over-the-top flirtation, maybe a couple of quips here or there because she's a pretty big smartass too, much like myself, and we, we vibe very well that way. But dinner was great. I had a glass of wine. I brought wine, obviously, to the house. She's a Pinot Noir fan, and I brought some of that for her. And so we were, you know, getting everything kind of cleaned up, doing dishes and, and that type of thing. Sat down on the couch. She made me a cocktail. She had a glass of wine. And we were really just sitting there talking. Once again, very kind of comfortable and casual. Her feet are in my lap. She's sitting a long ways on the couch. And we're just talking. And probably 15 or 20 minutes of that goes by. And she quickly puts her drink down. She takes my drink out of my hand, puts it on the table, climbs into my lap. And we just start making out like we're in high school. Do you like that she takes that initiative like that? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, it... It makes it much more comfortable of a situation, especially for me, right? Obviously, I don't get fucking cues clearly very well. Not only that, but you are so overly concerned. It's not a bad thing. I think it's yeah, a really I've, endearing thing, but you're always very concerned about like overstepping a boundary. Yeah, I, I, I am considerate to a fault, probably, probably to a detriment to some case, in some cases for me, uh, in terms of missing out potentially, like I did in Nashville with Jennifer, although I did make that up. <laughs> we, we fixed that. That was not a total loss in anyone's book. No, I, I definitely remember that but yeah this is much of the situation with her i really liked that she was 
and you know, she took the initiative to do that. And she was, I don't want to say the aggressor, but she was certainly making the first move. It just made it more comfortable for me. Because let's not forget, just a few days before the 14th was the first time we were together. And it was unexpected. Very. We went. We were communicating for a couple of hours digitally. We had this amazing kind of banter. Again, she's a real smart ass, as am I. It's a little sarcastic kind of quips back and forth. And we both thought we just have to meet each other to see if this can, carries on three-dimensionally, you know? So there was no plan for us to have sex that first night. It was simply not, it just wasn't in the cards. We weren't planning for it. So my concern, although not a big concern, but of course there's always in the back of your mind like, is the, is the second time we're together going to match up to the first time? Is it, is it going to be the same type of energy and chemistry and electricity and will it carry over, right? I yeah, mean, because we had talked about that. I thought that was really interesting that you would have that concern because I typically have better sex with people as time goes on. And you were saying there have definitely been people in the past that you have had that one amazing, just heated, passionate night with, and you guys try to recreate it and it just doesn't fucking happen. Well, yeah. And especially because of how this first interaction with she and I happened, because again, it was so impromptu, so unexpected. How do you replicate that, right? Because I'm thinking this whole time, there's no way we're going to be able to have the same kind of chemistry and energy and the heat that we had the first time. So a little of that's in my mind. But now, of course, she's sitting in my lap and we're making out like we were in high school and kind of you know feeling all over each other. We're fully dressed at this point. No clothes have come off. Just really kind of enjoying each other that way. And that lasted a while. That's something else we talked about, which is you and I don't do that like ever. No. Because we are so anxious to get your cock in my mouth or your cock in my pussy or your mouth on my pussy that it's like we go. There have been a couple of times when I'm like, let's just like make out and feel each other. Try. It lasts like 30 seconds. And then we're just like ripping clothes off. Yeah. It, it, which I, is a good thing and a bad thing. It's obvious that we have an insane amount of chemistry, but I would like to do some of that once in a while. Well, we have to put ourselves in a better situation to do that. Like a lot of times we do that, we're already in bed and there's like a paddle out or a flogger. I'm we, already in lingerie most of the time. Yeah, we've got to do it like we have to go out on date night and then we have to come home and we have to like sit on the couch and maybe have a drink and just kind of do that and then lead into the bedroom. Because if we start in the bedroom, my cock's in your mouth in 30 seconds. <laughs> Or I'm eating your ass in 30 seconds. Like, <laughs> there's no fucking way this is going to last. Yeah. You know? So so it was kind of nice to be able to do that. And while she and I are kissing and we're making out and feeling and touching each other, I'm also, of course, thinking that you are out on a date with her husband, with her partner. And I have no idea what you guys are doing. So I don't know if you're doing the same thing I'm doing. I don't know if you're already naked. I have no idea. So all of that's playing in my mind as well. You know, I'm already worked up because of that. Meanwhile, she's sitting on me and I am so fucking worked up. It's ridiculous because I got all these scenarios playing in my head. So, you know, 15 minutes of that. And finally, thankfully, she said, we need to take this to the bedroom. 100% agree. So she got up and and kind of grabbed her glass and led me into the bedroom, which is on the other side of the house. And no sooner are we in there... She took her top off very quickly, and so I start getting undressed. I just, you know, my pants just fall down on me at this point, so I just drop them, pull my shirt off, and she kind of sat down on the bed. I kind of moved her a little further back on the bed and picked her up by her hips and pulled her shorts off of her. Oh, that's sexy. I just wanted her naked. And to be fair, I wanted to lick her pussy. So (laughs) I was in the perfect position to do that, which is the very first thing I did. And so she's on the uh, laying on her back on the bed, and I'm I'm at the foot of the bed, 
somewhat kneeling. The bed's kind of high enough that I didn't have to squat all the way down. And I'm I'm licking her pussy. I'm looking around her pussy. Uh, my tongue is in her pussy. I'm nibbling on her thighs. I'm all over all over her pussy. Is she loving every second of it? Yeah, and she has much like yourself. Like I know when you're about to orgasm, and I certainly know anyone who has had sex with you knows when you orgasm because you <laughs> clench. I mean, it's it's undeniable. Yeah. Right? There's there's no question that that's what's happening. Yeah, I know. That's why it always anno- annoys the shit out of me when someone's like, did you come? I'm like, how do you not know? Are you fucking kidding me? Did- <laughs> do I need a fucking like smoke signal next time? Yeah, like like a how- neon light? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> how can I be more clear? Yeah. Trust me. It's obvious. And much like that with Tara, she, it's not a clenching thing. It's this really kind of sensual, but, but animalistic sounds and noises that she makes it's very obvious and so when that happens it's fucking hot yeah i'm sure it probably just like motivates you to do more and do better and i don't know what guy isn't motivated by pleasuring a woman at that level when you've brought uh, someone anyone man woman anyone to orgasm it, it just intensifies it right when you know your partner is enjoying it you're just working that much harder i do it certainly does that's what happens to me Sure. So, you know, I'm licking her. Finally, I turn her over. I'm licking her pussy from behind. I'm putting my tongue in her ass. <gasps> I'm nibbling on That's her That's so ass. naughty. So naughty, but so fucking hot. Oh, you love that too. You I love do. that naughty shit from behind. I do. I'm a total perv that way. <laughs> I just, I do. I like it. And it's a great view, so why not? And so I'm, I'm kind of in this position for a good period of time. And finally... And I could always tell with her, I say always, in the times that we've been together, I could tell she's getting to the point where she's like, I need you to fuck me. And I like when she gets to that point, because I'm not doing it, I'm just teasing you. It's what it, <laughs> I'm just going just gonna to kind of play. You purposely work her up? It's amazing. Yeah, because she really gets worked up. Because she tries to match my energy or my strength, I should say. Like if I'm doing something to her, instantly she wants to do it to me. And she'll try to push me. And of course, I'll let her push me down and <laughs> get on top of me. You know, she weighs 120 pounds. Not going to really do a whole lot. But I'm going to let you do it because it's fucking hot and it's fun to watch. And that's the interesting part about the sex. Because with her, I should say there's been t- there's two sessions in this evening between she and I. The first one lasts about an hour. And it is straight on activity. It is nonstop, no break. Because if I'm doing something, she then does something. If she does something, I do something. I fucking love when sex is like that too, because it's like this constant sexy ping pong game going back and forth. There's no pockets of like awkwardness. Should I do this? Should I be touching you here? You know, none of that's going on. It's just like this fluid thing from one act to another and that's to me that's how you know it's really fucking good with someone well and the other thing is what we didn't do which is normally what would have been done in the case of us sleeping together for the first time we did not have a conversation about sexual or physical boundaries or limits that conversation didn't happen we went from let's have a drink get to know each other and laugh a little bit to it's 12 o'clock i need you to take your clothes off i want to see you naked like that's (laughs) essentially what we got to right so when we got back to our place that particular night, that first night, we didn't have a conversation about what was on or off the fucking table. We were just naked, sweaty, and having at it. So we, once again, did not have that conversation leading up to this, which will kind of come into play. But it was just so comfortable and fluid and seamless, we just didn't have it. It just didn't take place. Sure. You know, that's awesome. So again, I, I finally, I, t- I turned her back over on her back, and I got on top of her. 
after having been behind her. And, and I kind of laid on her a little bit when she was on her stomach, just feeling her, touching her, nibbling on her the back of her neck and her shoulders. And it, again, just getting her worked up, like nibbling the, the lower part of her back, you know, that kind of thing. Eventually, I rolled her back over and I was on top of her for a second. But very quickly, like I said, she tried to push me off of her, which was obvious what was going on. <laughs> so I sat up and she kind of got in my lap, almost like I was sitting upright with my legs crossed, but they were out and she got on top of me and then again, kind of pushed my shoulders down and was on top of me. Not, we were not, there was no penetrative sex at this point. She was just sitting on top of me. So of course there's no penetrative sex at this point. She's just on top of me and kind of has her body up against mine. I'm laying on my back and she's on top of me. She's actually trying to hold my hands down, you know, that kind of thing. And she's nibbling on my chest and kissing my neck and, but in an aggressive kind of way, sensual, but aggressive. I was going to ask you that because I think from what you've told me up to this point, your and her dynamic is so different from yours and mine, right? I am incredibly submissive to you. You are incredibly dominant over me and we feed off of that. And that's where we live. So what is it like to be with someone who's so different than me in that way? Well, it's interesting. It's fun because I get to, again, we'll talk about this a little bit later on, but I get to take that energy, much like I would take energy from you when you were with, say, Clint, and it was really hot and impactful. It was a rough session and it was an aggressive session. I could tell that when you and I reconnected and I got to share all of that that energy from from the both of you, certainly. And with this situation where... Tara's got a little bit more of that kind of aggression in her and she wants to take charge and that kind of thing. Being able to to let her do that at whatever level we are at and then coming back to you and my sharing that with you, it, it definitely changes our reconnective time, which is interesting. Yeah. It, it, it's electric. And again, we'll talk about it because something interesting happened and it, it was just organic, but it did happen. So okay. anyway, she's on top of me. We're body on body. At this point, we are already sweating. It, it, I don't know if it's because just of this like animalistic primal heat that takes place, but we're like we're hot. It's, well, it also sounds like you're basically doing a fucking like naughty workout. I mean, you're yeah. all over the place. You're on top of her. You're behind her. You're yeah. back on top of her. She's on top of you. I'm picking her up and I'm moving her around, and it's like it's it gets hot. And it's we're, like CrossFit with your pants off. Exactly. It's, yeah. Exactly. It's naughty CrossFit. It's very sexy. It's really steamy. So at this point, she's on top of me. Of course, I sit up, and she's now again sitting in my lap, essentially no penetration yet we're making out i'm kind of nibbling on her chest and on her neck and we're just kind of feeling each other a little bit and i can't take it anymore i gotta reach over and get the condom so i lay her down i had a condom already out i had taken them out of my pocket pre-opened them of course so i put on a condom and i'm on top of her she's on her back and i have her feet kind of holding her ankles and i'm fucking her up from the top really really hard which is amazing it's it's an amazing feeling to be able to do that but what really gets her going is closed missionary that's how she has the most intense orgasm so her legs straight down in between your legs right your legs on the outside of her legs and you're on top fucking her exactly you and i play that way a lot of times from behind that's how you like to get fucked from behind i prefer from behind right because it gets it's real deep that way well for her it's that it's that closed missionary position And it is, again, when she has an orgasm, there is no denying it. It's very intense. And from that position, that's how it just works out the best for her. Uh, At least that's what we found between the two of us. So I get her in that position and I'm fucking her hard. I am going to work. This is, you know, no bullshit here. I'm pounding away. 
it's hot. I'm sweating on her. She's sweating on me. I have her arms basically pinned above her head and I'm straddling her. She can't move. And so she has a, her, this intense orgasm. I am basically biting her on the neck or nibbling on her neck and on her, her breasts a little bit. And after the second orgasm, this is 25 minutes maybe that goes by. It's a lot of intense sex. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, after that, I kind of roll over to my side. She gets right on top of me and climbs on top of me and starts riding me. And that lasts a couple of minutes, but she then turns around. So it's reverse cowgirl now. And oh, she damn. Is I know you love that too. Love it. Love, <laughs> love to watch the ass from behind. Bouncing up and down on my cock. So I'm basically holding her by the waist and you know, kind of driving into her. She's pounding up and down or, or bouncing up and down. And again, another 10 or 15 minutes of that. She lays down next to me. Well, she takes the condom off and starts sucking my cock from the side. She got on my right side, just pulled the condom off, starts sucking my cock. Just, I mean, just so fucking hot, so fluid. Very little conversation is going on. It's just, it's just a sexual dance that's happening, right? No words are spoken necessarily. There's no choreography here. We're just doing whatever comes natural. And it was just so fucking comfortable. And so... That lasts again for a while, and this is every bit of a fucking hour, right? We're at this for an hour, maybe more. So she lays next to me, and we decide, let's go inside and take a break. She wants to get a drink. I need some fucking water. She grabs a blanket. We go sit down on the couch, and we're just hanging out, right? And you're able to bounce from one to the other very seamlessly, it sounds like. Very seamlessly. Again, no weirdness no no time that's ever lost and where there's an uncertainty as to what to say or what to do it's just very comfortable so sitting on the couch now of course i'm thinking once again you're on a date have you just had sex like that are you <laughs> naked are you playing are you know is he feeling you up what's going on because this is all playing in my mind and i'm thinking about this the entire time she and i are fucking which is fucking with me anyway because i'm already worked up probably added to why i was sweating like a maniac so sitting on the couch and we're kind of just touching each other and i'm not saying anything to her and she's not saying anything to me about it but in my mind i'm like our significant others are on a date what are they doing (laughs) i'm thinking to myself are you not as excited about this as i am (laughs) like is this lost on you because i'm thinking about this the entire fucking time i have no idea what's happening well you should have asked her well i didn't want to break the mood you know i just thought let me just let sleeping dogs lie for the moment and I'm just going to you know, kind of play with this in my head. And we kind of sat there for a little bit of time, at least long enough for her to finish a glass of wine. And then she said, we should go back and you know, let's go back into the bedroom. Oh, voracious. Like, Fuck yeah, let's, let's do that. <laughs> so we go back in there and very quickly, of course, we're already naked. We just hop on in bed and we're laying side by side. And then I'm on my back. She was to my right originally. And we're just kind of making out a little bit. She climbed on top of me for just a second. Of course, now I'm ready to go again. I reach over, grab a condom. There was two more on the counter on the nightstand. And she starts riding me, which is really quite enjoyable. She's She loves to ride. And it's a lot of like fun when somebody wants to do something, you know, when you're really into it. Yeah, that enthusiasm is very, so sexy. Yeah, very sexy. And so she's riding me. But probably just a few minutes in, 10, 10 minutes in maybe, she gets off of me, pulls the condom off. She slips over to my left side. Now, I'm on my back, okay? I'm very close to the edge of the bed, (laughs) to the left side of the bed. So if you're looking at the headboard, it's the right side. If you're laying in the bed, it's the left side of the bed. She jumps over me and is now on my left side. Now, she's small, but she's about to fall off the bed. She's sucking my cock, but she's about to fall off the bed. (laughs) So my left hand is, I have her right 
butt cheek in my left hand. I'm holding her up to keep her from falling on the floor. She doesn't even realize it at this point. (laughs) She's half on, half off the bed, but because I'm holding her there, she's just comfortable there, I guess. Yeah, she's very focused on your cock, which I think is a beautiful thing. Yeah, well, I'm focused on her sucking my cock, but I'm also focused on the fact that I am holding her up with one hand and I'm getting a fucking cramp. So I am... (laughs) I have got to determine what is more important in this very moment. My, my arm or my cock? My cramp or my this blowjob she's giving me, which is fucking awesome. And I have to say, she is as enthusiastic a, a, a person who's sucking cock as ever I've ever seen. Sloppy. It's She's spitting all over the place, drooling. She's, she's licking my ball. She's squeezing my ball. She's stroking my cock. And in short order... I'm getting ready to come. Now, again, this goes back to we have not had a conversation about sexual boundaries, right? So I said to her, hey, I'm getting ready to come. What she does is she starts stroking my cock faster and she's not moving. Now, that, of course, tells me she wants me to come in her mouth. She is not stopping. Nothing like that. I think I even said it again. Like, hey, I'm I'm going to come. Now, of course, I'm squeezing her ass because I'm getting ready to have an orgasm. And I'm still holding her up. So I've, at this point, forgotten about my arm because I'm ready to, to come in her mouth. I was going to say, the fact that you could shut your brain off to the fact that your arm is cramping for that long means it was a pretty fucking fantastic blowjob. Not easy, but certainly worth it. So I come. She does not stop. She is stroking my cock really hard. She's squeezing my balls. And I come really fucking hard at this point. And again, she doesn't, doesn't skip a beat. So I go back to, we did not have that conversation, but because we, we didn't have it and we were in the moment, we got through it really without any words. It was just, it was obvious that that was something that she wanted. And of course I wouldn't have known that prior, but afterwards, of course, it became clear what her intention was. Right. I think you guys also seem very comfortable very quickly in that sexual space together. Part of that is probably your chemistry. Right. But yeah, I mean, it seems like you just kind of fall into things with each other, which is cool. It's not something that happens with every partner. Yeah. And it's again, it's just easy, but it, it felt it was interesting because in the moment, of course, I wasn't I was thinking about, you need to let her know you're about to come because that's the right thing to do. And your hand is falling asleep and your arm is fucking cramped, but that doesn't matter because you're about to have an explosive orgasm, which I totally did. And it was fucking amazing. And so she, she finishes me off, you know, without any drama, just gets up, comes on over to my right side and we're laying there for a minute. She's kind of rubbing on my chest and she's like, I'm going to get you a towel because your cock is a mess right now. (laughs) And so she went Come and spit all over it. I mean, my balls are sticky. It's everywhere. (laughs) She goes into the bathroom, gets me a nice warm towel, and she's cleaning me off. And it was shortly after that, of course, that she is standing up. She's outside the bed. She goes, oh, I think I I just heard the door. So you and Eric are coming in. Just at that moment. What fucking perfect timing. Well, let's not forget. I have not met Eric. You have not met Tara. Right. You were on a first date, basically, with him. This is my second date with Tara. I have no idea what you guys were up to. I don't know if you've played yet. I don't know if anything has happened physically. You obviously are not 100% certain, although you probably had a pretty good idea. I mean, I'm pretty sure that there was some really hot sex going on based on what I saw. I mean, her hair's all fucked up. No, no, no. I mean, prior to you even coming in, like, you're just coming into the house. Right, but I'm saying I'm five seconds into the room. I know what happened. For, well, <laughs> we were naked. 
So uh, that's my point. I'm in bed, basically on his side of his bed. She's standing <laughs> at the foot of the bed with this towel that she just cleaned me off with. So I'm meeting him for the first time. I'm like, ah, oh, this is so fucking awkward. Like, I would really prefer to have had pants on when I was shaking your hand for the first time. Well, like I said, the episode, a, cu- a couple episodes ago, the first time meeting her, she comes over and just gives me this big hug, butt ass naked. I'm like, yeah. this is both weird and cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, got the chance to obviously to, to meet Eric. It was great. But it was this very comfortable, although could have been very awkward situation because the two of you, you and Eric, you're basically standing up at the foot of the bed. You're completely dressed. I am still in the bed, naked. Taris just standing just outside of the bed, naked. And it's it's just this kind of little light conversation. And finally I said, hey, how about if we I just throw some clothes on, you know? <laughs> they put something on. And we'll, I have we'll a kinda, novel idea. Let's yeah, all maybe let me, fucking let, get dressed for a second. Let me throw something on. We'll kind of get together in the living room where it's not so fucking weird. And so that's what we did. And from that point, it was once again very comfortable because you and she eventually, you guys retreat to the bedroom. Eric and I are just having a conversation in the living room, having a drink and just, you know, kind of sharing our thoughts and just bullshitting. Basically, we can't necessarily hear what's going on in the bedroom because it's far enough away that you can't really hear. I have no idea. I'm thinking it's just some girl talk, right? I don't, what the fuck do I know? I don't know. (laughs) So he finally says, why don't we go find out what they're up to? So we walk into the bedroom and you are basically going down on her. Yes. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is, this worked out well, I guess. Okay, cool. And very shortly thereafter, Tara and I left and left you and Eric in the room alone. Yes. Now, again, we're in the living room, okay? So we're sitting on the couch. She's kind of rubbing my head. My head is resting in her lap. You and Eric are in the bedroom, and I have no idea what's going on. So now all these thoughts are going through my mind. Did you guys play earlier? Are you just playing now? I'm trying to get all this right in my mind. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm I'm getting this head massage, and she and I aren't talking about it at all. That's so funny. No conversation about this whatsoever. Was it erotic for you or distracting? Well, it was a little bit of both. I was really enjoying the head massage and she and I just kind of getting together and, and, and getting to know one another. But I was turned on at the same time because I'm like, well, did she have sex earlier? Is she having sex right now? Because I can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. So eventually you guys come out of the bedroom and of course, it was pretty obvious something happened. And we were like, oh, do you guys have a good time? And you're like, oh, yeah, we had a great time. But no words were exchanged. Like, I have no fucking idea what took place. And it wasn't until you and I kind of, we got in the car when we left. Obviously, we we had a little bit more of a conversation with them. And then we left because it was getting late. And we, you and I drove uh, back to our place together. We did talk a little bit about, the, you know, you had sex, I had sex. We didn't get into details. So when we finally got back to our place... It was, again, it's my birthday. Yeah, and I wanted to spoil the shit out of you. I'm like, you know, I know that you just had sex with someone else, but it's your birthday, and I want to provide you with the best fucking birthday sex. I think the fact that there was all of that eroticism kind of wrapped up going into our birthday session together was fucking perfect because it just felt like this explosion of sexual energy by the time we got back and were naked with each other. And I remember very distinctly there was one moment, and of course we always fuck very roughly and it's always aggressive and those types of things but in this moment it was both aggressive and very passionate it was almost like we needed that time to just connect with each other and you are choking me from behind you have your hand around my neck and you are fucking me so deeply but it's also this energy i can't see you all i can feel from behind is just this like need to fuck me deep and it was so fucking hot and it just it felt kind of like the perfect culmination of the evening well all of that was just that intense transfer of energy that we talk about 
because I know you had sex at this point. I knew you had sex. I didn't have any details, but you had had sex with Eric. I had just had sex with Tara. It was very hot. I'm assuming, of course, at that point that it was hot between you and Eric because you guys spent a fair amount of time together without any details, right? You and I reconnect. So it's all of that energy that I'm taking both from the experience I just had from the experience that I'm, I presume that you had. But what was really interesting is how the whole thing culminated for you and I, right? Again, this organic, it's how we're connected. We are, I think you and I are connected in such a way, and we talk about this a lot, that it, it's just an energy thing, and we just understand each other. And for whatever reason, these worlds come together, and it just makes sense. I had just had sex with her, and it was intense. And I just came in her mouth. That's how this thing finished. That's how the, the night was she and I culminated. That's how I, I finally you know, had reached orgasm. You and I are now together. It's this intense session. As you said, it was rough, again, hot and sweaty. And you, we stop and you very quickly get on your knees and start sucking my cock and suck my cock till I come in your mouth. Yes. You did not know that that happened. No, I had no idea. But the idea that that's where you went instinctively, it's like you were reading that energy as well. And it was a, a thing where you were that reclamation for you. Yeah. Our sexual connection is so strong and so intense that I think that there's something to that. I mean, granted, you come in my mouth fairly often, but the fact that it happened and that was the end of our session right after that's how you had finished with Tara, that tells me something about you and I. And I was really excited to hear that because it made me feel like you know, we're just so fucking in tune in that way. Yeah, well, it, we talk about it a lot. It's, you know, everything that we do from the standpoint of ethical non-monogamy is to enhance our relationship, not just the physical, but certainly the emotional. But the physical is really where we benefit because all of that energy, it just comes back to us. So whether one of us plays or both of us plays, regardless, the energy is transferred to our heat and it just intensifies everything that we do in the bedroom. It's, it's crazy. And that was no exception. And that particular moment was not lost on me as soon as that was happening i thought holy shit that's where this energy is like this energy transference concept is sound i mean there's really something to it yeah you know it was a hot fucking night it was another birthday certainly not to be forgotten i don't even know how we're going to outdo that one next year good luck with that i'm already planning it i've i'm already i've got some ideas because now i need to fucking top the last two years yeah it's been a listen it was an amazing 51 i don't know how many guys have a 51 year old uh a 51 year birthday party uh that ends that way that was a party no <laughs> doubt about it it was great i had a great fucking time super hot experience and it was really again it was a lot of first for us I am with one partner, you're with the other, we're separate, and then we're you're playing in one room while I'm hanging out in the other. I mean, there's a lot of first. It was just a lot of intensity. Yeah. So yeah, hot session. It was amazing. A lot more to come. This relationship, this situation is moving in, in a very different direction for us, and we're not going to unpack it all here today, but uh, be rest assured there'll, there'll be more to come, uh, no pun intended, on this subject and with these folks. It was a great time, uh, and certainly you and I had an amazing time as well all around. So birthday well spent. Good. Glad to hear it. You deserve it. So guys, our Patreon members heard about this story real time, just like they hear about all of our adventures on our bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers every single week. That is just one example of the bonuses we offer as a thank you for sponsoring the show. If you are interested in sponsoring the show, supporting us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. Check out all of the bonuses for yourself. I will also say our Telegram group. I know we've said this many times before, but you are are not going to find a more supportive and 
lovely group of people anywhere, almost 120 people from across the world in that group, and we adore them. So just another reason to join us. I think you'll thoroughly enjoy spending digital time with these lovely people. And you can find all of the information, again, like I said, at patreon.com slash frontporchswingers. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash frontporchswingers. And of course, we want to give a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community, who this week are T. White, Tara, David, and Latin Love. Can't wait to communicate more with you guys. Also, as we're recording this episode, it is BJ and Steak Day, and we totally celebrated on our OnlyFans in a pretty big way. Yeah, we totally did. So if you want to see that and lots more naughty stuff from us, we've had so much fun creating some of the naughtiest content we have ever created. Head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers to join us there. You can, of course, find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers and Instagram at FPS Pod Media. That's a new Instagram account for us. We also have new YouTube videos going up this week. So if you're not subscribed over there already, why the fuck not? You should right now. And we're going to have the link in the show notes for you so you can go do it. And also, guys, don't forget about the newest way to interact with us. And I truly mean interact with us on the Stereo app. We are doing weekly shows where we cover different topics around sexuality and the lifestyle. And you can leave your thoughts, questions, comments real time during the show. Your voice will actually be played during the show for everyone listening to hear. It has been so much fun. Last week, we covered cuckolding and cut queening, and we have another great show planned for you this Wednesday. So head on over to Stereo.com slash FP Swingers. You can listen to past shows that we've done and subscribe to us so you know every single time we go live in the future. Again, that is Stereo.com slash FP Swingers. And I think that's what we have for you this week. So make sure you're checking in with us every week for our continuation of all of our slutty fun here in Florida and on the road. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally, and they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks, and also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at Alt Playground dot net today.